0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, wonderful babe. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. I'm your host, Diana Jebbia. That is at Diana Jebia, G-E-B-B-I-A, on Instagram and TikTok. Hey, if you're not following me, like, change that because you and I have a lot to catch up on, okay? We have to talk all things Bravo. I do cute reels, polls, memes, the whole nine. I'm just a multi-talented person. Also, while you're doing the following on social media, make sure you follow Believe Podcasts at... B-L-E-A-V Podcasts, and at Believe Pop Culture. Again, Believe is B-L-E-A-V. You can check out some of the really amazing shows that Believe has to offer. There are a ton. There are, like, too many to count. I lost track. They're all great. Go listen. Um, I hope you had a wonderful week. We're doing something just a little bit different this week. Um, I hate to be this person, but I did not get to watch Shaz yet. Reza, don't come for me. I love you. So busy weekend, busy, busy weekend. Obviously, you know, Shaw's comes on Sunday. This is all pertinent info, I promise. But last night I was supposed to go to a sound bath on the beach with my friends, which truly sounds like the most L.A. thing ever because it is, if you don't know what that is, it's when there's these singing bowls, like, you know, when you see, okay, okay. The thing that Shannon Bedore, Kelly put the bowl over her head and hit it with a mallet, that's a singing bowl. So, the sound bath we were going to, there was gonna be singing bowls, but like not, we weren't hitting each other over the head with it. When you play the singing bowls, like it emits this frequency and your vibration increases. And I am so LA. It's ridiculous. But to be fair, I was like this before I moved out here. But we were supposed to go. We got, like, tickets in the whole nine. I bought my crystals to recharge. I brought my journal because it's just been it's been rough. I don't know if anyone else has been feeling this full moon. But, like, I'm on my sixth mental breakdown of the week to keep it transparent with you. And I just saw someone on TikTok refer to it as a menti bee. And that is life changing. So I had six menti bees this week. Not even kidding you. So I was ready for this sound bath. Like my chakras needed rearranging. I know that's not the expression. I do do chakra work. I'm not making light of it. Like, but everything needed to be fixed and and cleansed. And ugh. So we we get in the car. We drive to the beach. And we well, first my friend makes a wrong turn, which is okay. And then she turns around. And we pass and we're getting ready to turn in. And the security guard was like, Oh, this parking lot closes. So we're like, okay, we'll go to the next one. And we go to the next one, and there's the founder of the event, and she's like freaking out because the gate is closed, and someone closed the gate on her, and like half of us didn't make it in. And we're just circling around trying to find parking, and like we're all just really bummed. And my friend puts on Move Bitch by Ludacris, and she starts blasting it, and we're going to make a turn. Like, we're getting ready to turn, but obviously, like, you stop when people are crossing the streets. Or so like, she stops and these people, like, this adorable couple is crossing the street and walking a dog. And it's just, like, we have the windows down and it's like, move, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, we couldn't find parking because by the time we would have found something and walk, like, it, we just would have been late. So, instead of being super mindful and healthy and doing some, like, sound baths and yogas and journaling – we proceeded to go get Mexican food and drink margaritas. And that is why I missed Shah's last night. See, I told you it would be very pertinent. It's a very good reason. So, no Shah's recap this week. Instead, I'm going to just talk a whole lot of Bravo topics with you. The first one I want to touch on is Erica Jane, because what is she doing? <laughs> I, okay. So, on the latest episodes, I kind of go back and forth. With, I don't wanna say fully believing her because I mean, allegedly, uh, all of the allegedlys in the whole world, I do not wanna be sued. Everyone is innocent until proven guilty. But it's just hard from the evidence that we're presented with to feel like she had no idea what was going on or if she had no idea what was going on, like maybe she just didn't ask. I don't know. I don't, it's just, again, allegedly, of course. But it's just hard for me to believe that there was just, like, no idea whatsoever. I do believe, though, that Tom mistreated her. I do. Because, first of all, like, the men are menning, okay? So when you have a guy who's this big-name lawyer, like Erin Brockovich, big L.A., big shot. How many times did I use big in that sentence? A lot. Too many. Take a shot. They think they can do whatever they want. Like, it doesn't surprise me that she's alleging that he cheated on her because this just is par for the course of big rich man, big shot. Again, take another shot. What was weird, though, this episode, so when they were in um, Palm Springs and they're all outside and they're talking about the divorce and the car accident comes up, which we'll get into in a second. But this is just a whole lot of information being thrown at us. And Erica had to close her her clubhouse, as she called it. And then they froze her assets. So, like, she can't spend anything. There's just, like, a lot of things going on. And it just keeps taking, like, another turn for the worse. It very much, all the stories. Okay, stay with me. All the stories she told reminded me of when I was in, like, the third grade and we had computers in the classroom and the screensaver would come up and it was the windows maze and like you it looked like you were going through a maze and you turn one way and the other and like you'd bump a wall that was how erica was talking this whole episode i want to talk about the car accident for a moment because it was a lot so basically she said that tom was driving down like the hill or the the really there's was like California is full of hills. There's hills and canyons and whatnot. And there was like a, a hill by their house. And he was driving. And then Erica said she found him. Sorry, it's not fun. Like the accident itself is not funny. But just like the, the whiplash of it all with her story is just wild. So she said that um, he was unconscious for 12 hours. And she found him. He had a head injury, broke his shoulder, snapped his ankle, and then broke his clavicle which was a lot but as if that wasn't bad enough she's like oh yeah I just thought he was off cheating like just casually puts it out there like what's for dinner oh by the way Tom I thought Tom was cheating that's why I didn't check on him for 12 hours I don't know what I believe out of this because first of all if it were that bad like if he got into a car accident and was unconscious why didn't she tell everyone that when it happened? Was she afraid that she was going to look bad for leaving him for that long? But, like, she didn't know. She thought he was off cheating. She just said that. Uh, I Yeah, that whole thing was a huge mess. It just came out of nowhere. It sounded like just even the manner that she described it happened, it sounded like something that just doesn't actually happen in real life. So it kind of threw me. I don't know if she was trying to get the – um, the focus is the word I'm looking for, away from her legal woes and her frozen assets. So she was just like, hey, let's all not pay attention and let's talk about this car accident that did or didn't happen. I don't know. But that was just incredibly wild. <sighs> yeah. And then as you know, back in December of last year, I think it was November, December, it had to be December, she did share the, the Nokia screenshots of Tom with um, allegedly this other woman. We just again we always say allegedly. You sprinkle allegedly on there like it's basil. You need to flavor your statements with allegedly, so you don't get sued. Um, but yeah, she shared those screenshots that it made it look like Tom was cheating. So I, I could believe that. I don't know. I It's just a really bad place for Erica this season. And also, I'm wondering what possessed her to do the show. I mean, maybe she needed the money. She probably needed the money. But I don't know how her lawyers went for this. Again, I don't practice law. I don't know if you've gotten that. I've said it like 8 billion times. I'm not sure if you know that yet, but I need you to know that I don't practice law. I just feel like if you're in this much of a terrible legal predicament, you should not be sharing any of it whatsoever on TV because they can probably all use this against her. And I know they are, because I remember Justice, Justice, God, no, he's not a justice, oh my God. (laughs) The lawyer, Ronald Richards, um, he, he tweeted that they were gonna have scribes like taking down what Erica's saying on the show. So that's pretty wild. I don't, she's just not in a good place right now. And I don't know how this is going to fare for her, to be quite honest with you. I can't imagine it would work in her favor. I can't imagine a jury would look at this and, like, let's say they did get the the transcription transcriptions. Yeah. Yeah. They did get them and they did see them. And then the, the lawyer is like, well, what do you think? Like, look at this. Where do you think the money went? So I, I just, it doesn't look good for her. Again, I'm not saying she did or didn't do anything. I'm just saying, like, this is just not a good situation to be in. Um, do you know what? who is in a great, great position right now? Kathy Hilton. Talk about the undiscovered starlet we never knew we actually needed. So the other night, um, I was sleeping. I, well, I wasn't sleeping. This was before I went to bed. I was sleeping and watching TV through my eyelids. No, um, I, I put on shows to go to sleep like when I'm tired and it was a weekend. So I'm like, let me put on old Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I wanted to watch season three because season four, like with Carlton, who shares the last name with me. And I don't think we're related. It just wasn't good. So I'm like, let me put on season three. And it was an episode where it was Kim's daughter's prom. And it was just so crazy because they went to Kathy's house and she's not the Kathy we see on TV now. Like she, She's definitely not buttoned up and prim and proper, but she's like, oh, I have this dress and this dress and your prom. That's so exciting. And there's no talk of hunky-dory. If anything, Kim is the one who would be saying who is hunky-dory in that scene. I forgot what she said, but she did have like a hunky-dory-esque moment, a hunky-dory adjacent moment. So... I mean, I don't want to say I don't believe Kathy. Listen, if it's an act, keep doing it. Like, we are eating it up. Like, do not quit your dreams. Do not stop for anything. But, I mean, I don't think it is. I think that whole family is kind of that way between, like, Kim and Kathy. And we know how Paris can be. So, the highlight of this episode was when Kyle broke the the spice bottles and Kathy's like in her Yeezy shoes and she's looking in the cabin and she's like, oh, what do we have to clean it up? And she takes a grill brush and she starts sweeping the glass. And Kyle's like, you're getting glass in the grill brush. It was just such a disaster between Kyle like trying to look like she's this master lasagna chef Gordon Ramsay and like Kathy helping by not helping and just like, when's the food going to be done? And Erica's like, I like to sweep. Like, what a mess. But I loved every second of it. I truly think Kathy is saving this season of Beverly Hills because we've been on a steep decline with that show, and I think if it weren't for her, this season would be heading in that direction as well. She brings the lighthearted moments that we really need because it's just not looking good. I feel like we've been on a steep decline for most of the Bravo shows. Not, I shouldn't say that. Most of the Housewives lately. I mean, OC was a mess. Last year, Beverly Hills was a mess. Atlanta was pretty good. New York this year is just disappointing. And again, I I just want to make it clear it's not Ebony's fault. I like Ebony. I think it's just remote, like Ramona and Luann, and they're just doing the same tired crap. And Leah's like off the wall. I love Leah, but like, what is she doing this season? Potomac's doing great, though. Potomac is the exception to the rule. If you're not watching Potomac this season, you need to make that change in your life. You need to make that change in your life. They have so many things going for it so we have a new wife her name is Mia Thornton and she is so forward about her plastic surgery and like specific kinds of plastic surgery that I'm not going to repeat on here and now, and the ladies are like oh <gasps> like crazy absolutely crazy but she and Wendy are fighting and I think this is the fight That we really needed. It's kind of like if Monique and Candace didn't get physical, I felt like their feuding could have this potential. But Mia and Wendy, it's just straight out like petty, arguing. Oh my God. So let me tell you, Wendy is trying to start a home essentials line. That's what she's referring to it as. Um, So, like, she mentioned she wanted towels and pillows. And the first thing she's starting out with is a candle. So she introduced it to her family last episode. And I did get to see this week's episode. She did show Karen her candle. What do you know? Earlier this week, Mia, who Wendy is feuding with, um, I did also speak about their feud last episode. So if you've not heard about the Twitter feud between them, go back and listen to it. But Mia is like, oh, I came out with a candle limited edition. And the candle says, don't fuck with me. You can't make this up. How great is this? We as Bravo fans have never, like, been so happy. Like, we've never been so happy. Like, not only are you going at each other on the show, but you are going at each other with candles, things that make the room smell pretty and normally have, like, lovely, light, inspirational sayings. You are turning a tool of zen, not zen when, but a tool of zen, into a little pawn in your petty fight and thank you thank you on behalf of all of us oh my god Mia this is just what we needed this season of Potomac is to die for we also met Ascala this week and she's really cool too this cast is really they're great and you know what I wasn't a Candace fan last season, and I am I will never be, like, firmly Team Candace. I will never be uh, in Candace's corner. But she is annoying me less this season, so she's got that going for her. And then, of course, there is the whole Karen-Giselle fight. I can't. These ladies are are too much. Don't sleep on Potomac. If you are sleeping on Potomac, we need to have a discussion because you're doing something wrong. Feuding Candles? Come on. Come on. I got so ahead of myself for a second that I did skip in my notes. Kyle Richards was in the hospital this weekend. She got attacked by bees. Like, she walked into a hive of bees. And, like, unlucky for her, the whole thing was caught on camera. Like, she had to jump into a pool to get them off her. And you remember, she's allergic to bees. Because when my possible cousin who knows Carlton... Was on that season, and, and Kyle was like, "Oh my God, it's a bee!" Kill it, like, and she had to like leave the table or whatever. Carlton gave her flack for that, but like, if you're allergic, like, listen, I get it, I get it. But yes, she she was in the hospital. She got attacked by bees. Gosh, she said that her Epi Pen failed to inject. What a nightmare. Um, but I mean, she's being a good sport about it. She like released the video of her jumping in her pool to get the bees off her. And um, she was stung multiple times. She seems to be okay. She posted a picture in her hospital bed with the mask on. God, tough break, Kyle. I feel like the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, like, they're accident prone. I just feel like we always hear about some sort of accidents from them. And I don't mean that in, like, a lighthearted way. It's just, like, an observation. I hope she feels better soon. I really do. So why don't we move from our housewives friends over to our other Bravo besties? um, Because we do have a lot of news on the Summer House front and Vanderpump rules. So Summer House is filming now. They're in the Hamptons. It was Amanda's 30th birthday on the 24th. She actually shares a birthday with my friend Nicole to Leo Queens. Yeah. So they went to the beach that day. They were all there looking gorgeous. There is a picture of Sierra in a bikini. I have a reel on it on my TikTok and Instagram, or maybe I think I put it on both. If it's not on my Instagram, it's on my TikTok. You have to see Sierra. I don't know how someone just wakes up looking so fabulous all the time. She needs to share all her secrets with me. I'm willing to bet you she did not eat nachos this weekend, and that's why she looks like that. You know who ate nachos this weekend? Me. You know who's going to Vegas in a couple of weeks? Me. And I'm not going to look like Sierra. And listen, I'm all about, like, everyone, like, you don't need a specific body to wear a bathing suit. But, like, I just feel better about myself when I don't eat nachos before I go on vacation. I did this to myself. But yeah, Sierra's gorgeous. Sierra's an actual model. Oh, my God. Stunning. They've been having a lot of fun this season. Did you see, um, I think it was Lindsay's stories. Hold on. Yeah, it was Lindsay's stories. She was poking fun at the psychic of it all from last season. So remember how Hannah said that like a psychic messaged her that Luke and Lindsay were hooking up. And that was like, oh, the psychic said. And then they started this whole fight because they were telling everyone in the house that a psychic said that Luke and Lindsay were hooking up. So dumb. But they're taking it in good sport because Lindsay posted on her stories The psychic told me we were going to Dockers Waterside today. And it was like her and Luke at the bar. And then she posted another one um, with her and Luke. And it said, the psychic DM'd me about the rooftop, so we came. Or no, he posted that. Yeah, he posted the psychic DM'd me about the rooftop, so we came. So I don't think they're dating. I don't think so at all. Um, I think it's just all in good fun. They're having a joke, a laugh at this psychic thing, which you really all you can do is laugh. Could you imagine, I don't know, if you go up to anyone, like, hey, sorry, um, I didn't show up to work today. A psychic told me I shouldn't go. Like, what? What? I don't know. That might be a good pickup line. Like, you're at a club and it's like, hey, a psychic told me we would be together. Unless they dump you. That would be awkward. Or they reject you. Then the psychic was wrong. But the psychic doesn't exist. So there's that. Yeah, they're looking like they're having a lot of fun filming. Um, I don't think Amanda's bridal shower will be on the season. I don't think they were filming there. But no, that was before they were filming. But she had that. So I feel like the wedding has to be soon, like maybe when they're done filming. Also, Craig was in town um, and they were partying with Craig. So we're going to get some sort of crossover there, which is going to be fun. And there's no Hannah. So what more could we ask for, right? I'm sorry, I don't mean to sound mean, but like she put a complete damper on the show this season and it was her own fault. It was her own fault. It'll be nice to have a season without her. We do have some rumored newbies. I only got this info in a Facebook group, so I really don't know how accurate it is. But there's a a rumored personal trainer newbie. Um, someone who's, um, a founder of a bakery in New York city. And then the last one is the model, um, Andrea Denver, who is going to be on S- summer house, winter charm, which is a terrible name for a show. Again, they, winter house was right there. Bravo. Um, I don't want to say the other two names in case like I'm wrong. Cause I don't like being wrong. But again, I, I got that info from a Facebook group do with it what you will. Um, so I think that this season is going to be the the little bit of life that Summer House needed. Although it's it wasn't doing bad. It was just Hannah being a fun sucker and starting stupid drama and not being productive. And then when Des came on, we were all like, oh, no, like, stop this train. Please stop it. So they listened. They stopped the train, and Hannah's off the train, and we could not be more thankful. Uh, speaking of another show that I think is going to have a new life to it, Vanderpump Rules. I... Might be in the minority, but I am very excited for Vanderpump Rules this season. I am. I think it's great. We have Lala and Randall. We have Sheena, and congratulations to Sheena. She's engaged, by the way, to Brock. I'll get more into that in a second. Tom and Ariana, Tom and Katie, bunch of new people. Met one of them. She's lovely. So I think that this show, it's just it's Listen, they're in a new state of life. They're in a new stage of life, I should say. It's never going to be that first season where Jax was acting a whole mess. We're never going to have that. We as Bravo fans need to accept that. There's not going to be the Stasi Jax, Laura Lee of it all ever again. But that's okay. We're shifting. We're growing. We want to grow. So Vanderpump Rules is going to be really good. Yeah, Sheena got engaged last week. But here's the funny part. This is so Sheena- before she posted it, she made sure she walked around moving her hair out of her face with her ring finger. Like, oh guys, my hair, my hair's just in my face. Let me just move it. Look at this giant ring. That's like the size of a golf ball on my hand. I must be like gaining so much muscle moving this hair out of my face. And good for you. I mean, listen, if I had a ring, I have I'm not even remotely close to getting a ring. Let me put it into perspective for you, how single I am, how close I am to getting a ring. I am in California and me getting a ring is in Antarctica. So like technically I have no room to criticize Sheena for like moving her hand in front of the cameras. Like I would do it too. Okay, so. Yeah, so she was getting that paparazzi action of a ring and then they finally confirmed it, which good for her. I'm really happy for Sheena. Um, I'm excited to see how this relationship changes her this season and, like, her becoming a mom. And she's spoken about this before. Like, she went through with Shay. Well, first of all, if we go back to the um, Eddie Cibrian of it all, you know, with Brandy Glanville and she was the other woman and she had no idea, we've really seen, like, Sheena's evolution of relationships on the show. So she was the other woman and then she was dating Shay and then she married Shay. They got divorced because he was having the drug issues. And then she was kind of lost for a little bit. Then we went through Rob, 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 Robville, which all she talked about. And then Max, who she gifted the Apple Watch to. So she's been a little lost. Brock seems like he's got a great head on his shoulder. He also has a great head of hair on his shoulders. So I think that they could really be the balance for each other. And I'm hoping we see that this season. Her ring, by the way, it's a Kyle Chan special. Like, everyone on that cast gets Kyle Chan rings. Like, he did both of Katie's rings. He did um, Britney's ring. I don't know why that took me so long to think of. People had the exclusive, good for you people. I just looked it up from the article. 12.74 carat pink Morganite ring. Huge. I don't remember what her other ring looked like, but I'm like willing to say this is bigger. And also, I like that she went pink. I don't know if it's because this is her second marriage and she wanted to do something different. Maybe she's like, oh, I've had the other ring before and now I want to do something different. But like, good for her. I'm excited for her. I hope she does not go for the crop top wedding dress again because you really should only make that mistake once. It was just not a look. I'm sorry. It was not a look. I think that'll be next season because obviously they got engaged after the season wrapped. This was an incredibly short season of Vanderpump Rules. So if there is another season, I think we might see her wedding planning again. See, we're coming full circle on the show. It's amazing. The wrap party, I guess the finale party, I should say, not the wrap party, was um, James and Raquel's engagement in Santa Barbara. Oh, my God. If I tell you there's ever any Bravo parties I wanted to go to, I wanted to go to James and Raquel's engagement party. It was on this winery. It was absolutely gorgeous. And James DJed at his own party. He's like, I know what the people need. It's like Kanye. That's not what he said. I wasn't there. I wasn't invited. So I don't know if he said that for sure. But like, he DJed at his own party. I don't know. For me, I would want like time off. Like, I don't want to perform at my own party. I guess Sheena kind of did that too. She sang good as gold or whatever at her own party. No, for me, I'd be like, Thank you for coming to my party. No, I will not be performing. Instead, you can find me at the bar and at the In-N-Out truck because that's what I want at my party, the In-N-Out truck. I don't know. I, I guess it's the ego of all these reality TV stars, and it, like it's part of why we love them so much that they think that people want to see them perform at their own party. It's like, okay, this is going to sound terrible. You know when you were little? I used to do this all the time, so this very much might be me. But you know when you're little and, like, you put a CD in the CD player and your mom has company out. And I remember it was, like, in in our old apartment and, like, my mom would have – or it was a condo at the time. Now that's very pertinent to the story. It's not. But she had the couches out and the folding chairs, and it was, like, my mom, my dad, uh, my Aunt Mildred, Uncle Bob, Grandma, Grandpa, and, like, whoever else was in there. And <laughs> – I would like put a CD in the CD player, like Barney's Greatest Hits or some crap. And then I'd just start dancing. And then they'd be like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not done yet. And then like, <laughs> they'd be like, yeah. And then I'd do another song. That is what you look like when you perform at your own party. <laughs> I'm sorry, James. You look like me dancing to Barney. But it's your party, so you could do what you want. Oh my god. This show has derailed. This episode has completely derailed. I also think this is one of the like quickest episodes I've ever done. Not meaning like quick as in like shortest, but like it flew by because I just had so much fun talking about this. I hope you took something away from this episode. I hope you learned something new. It's not like I'm on a work training right now. If you learned something new, please comment in the chat box what you learned. Don't because I won't be able to see it, but you can DM me at Diana Jebbia. Make sure you're following me on TikTok, on Instagram, and Again, make sure you are following Believe Podcast, B-L-E-A-V, at Believe Pop Culture as well. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. What an episode it was. I'm Diana Jebia. I will talk to you next week, my sweet baby. Bye-bye.